Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Point Counterpoint, Point Counterpoint, with your favorite host, Chris Wright. Oh, no, my mistake. Not Chris Wright. You're listening to smooth jazz of... What was his name? Uh... What was Ron Swanson's alter ego? Uh, I'm, I'm, bl- I'm blanking here. Uh, maybe it'll come to me. Anyway, I don't really feel like looking that up. That's not an important bit of information. But I think this sh- it's very windy today. So I'm using a little, w- a w- little wind blocking technique by facing the mic away from the wind facing in the direction that the wind is blowing so it's not blowing straight into it um, I'm using the computer to block some wind as well and I think I tested it, it's, it sounded pretty good it sounded, I think, I think I'll probably be happy with it okay okay Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So I wrote down a list of things that I want to get to today. Um. Ah, yes. Okay. So I've been listening to this new podcast. There's only a few episodes out of it so far, but it's by. I've talked about him before, Eric Weinstein, um, mathematician, brilliant guy, and his podcast is called The Portal, and I recommend that you check it out, maybe. He's got a couple interviews up, plus a couple other episodes where he just kind of explains the podcast a little bit, but he actually goes more in depth on what... It's called the portal. What the portal means, like where it comes from. And I thought it was a really interesting idea. And so here's what he said in a nutshell. He said, okay, so when he was a kid, he heard all these different stories, these different, you know, fantasy stories. And he thought that each of these stories was simply an alternative way, an alternative version of all the other stories. So, um, and basically the premise is a character finds himself in a dull, ordinary world where they're not, they're not really happy. It's just kind of going by. They're not, they're not living how they really want to be. And through some way, they find themselves into this mystical land so whether it's platform nine and three quarters in Harry Potter, a wardrobe in Narnia, um, or in in The Hobbit, it'd probably be sometime when the dwarves showed up at his, at his house, or whatever it may be, or in the in the Wizard of Oz when it suddenly became Technicolor after the after the tornado. And they somehow find their way into this world where everything is beautiful.
beautiful and they, they find, in, they, they take a lot of interest into it more than they did before in the world. And then afterwards, they often go back and forth between the two worlds uh, using or with the new knowledge that they've gained to maybe bring a little bit of it into the old world or whatever. They're trying to live in both places. And so he actually applies this, actually he applies this to a number of things. But one of them is to the sciences, where uh, you learn about science, it's interesting. Maybe there's some little thing in there, something that you just find so interesting, that really just expand. It really increases your craving for knowledge in a particular area. Like all of a sudden you're just like, wow. You just want to go more into it. You found the portal. And there can be a, there can be a portal in any field. And I said science, but it can be anything, anything at all. You're just like, wow. So like, uh, you know, he, one example he gave was uh, in biology, the What's the name of that little creature? I think it's a nematode. But like, there's like, what is it? Like a thousand cells total in them. But they still have like this nerve. They still have a nervous system. They have like all the all the parts that they need. They engage in complex behaviors. Uh, they have sexual reproduction. And yet, and we were able to map every single one of those cells. You can look at the map there. It's just amazing. It makes you really interested in it. I think that's pretty lit. Pretty lit, fam. <laughs> but as long as I'm talking about literature, I was talking about finding the portal in literature. I wanted to get into another piece of thing, which is, I mean, actually it has connections to the portal as well, but I was going to get a little off the portal there, but okay, it's off this one show, it's, it, it's not airing anymore, it's old, well it's not that old, it ended a few years ago, like, there's like five seasons, 2009 or something, 2015, but it's called Merlin, and uh, it's the story of King Arthur. But it's through the story, it's through the eyes of Merlin, who's living in Camelot when magic was illegal. So he's got to hide all his powers. But through the show, he's constantly like saving everybody's life, including Arthur and his father Uther. Uther is the one that made magic illegal, and he'll kill anyone that practices magic. So he's got to hide it from him, and eventually he's gotta try to convince Arthur to make it legal again when he becomes king. Um, but eventually Uther finds out, or Arthur finds out that he had magic. He's just like, wow, you've, you've been using magic this whole time, not getting any credit for all the times you've saved Camelot and me and everyone and 
gonna just go. It's my destiny. It's my destiny to protect you, Arthur. And I just, and I'm, I'm just happy that I'm fulfilling that. <clears throat> and what I really wanted to talk about with Merlin was, okay, there's Merlin, and there, then there's this rival witch, Morgana. And they're they're both born with magic. They're both very powerful. But one thing that really made Merlin more intrinsically good as compared to her was that he was living for something that he felt was bigger than himself. So he he was trying to do what they called uniting Albion, which is another name for Britain, uniting all the little divided kingdoms in Britain to fight the Saxons. Unite Albion, bring peace, help Arthur, who was the, the once and future king, who would bring peace to the land. And so he was, whereas Morgana was doing things for short-term gain to help herself become the queen of Camelot. One went for short-term goals, and it ended up being ultimately evil, very evil, cruel, and one went for the long-term, for the good of everyone, not just himself. And ended up being a hero. And it doesn't matter what that goal is that you're going for, whether you're religious or not it doesn't have to be for a religious goal it could be for something else, secular but if you just set your goal on something and improve whatever for the for, to improve whatever for the common good you will do great things alright, enough of that I'm seeing a little interesting wildlife right now. That is an interesting beetle. Or it looks like one of those little wood boring beetles. What is up with that thing? You know, that's actually really good camouflage on that thing. I, I've actually been watching it as long as I've been talking here. He's been perfectly still, not moving. But like, he's, he's sitting on this picnic table here. He's the exact same color of it as the table. Plus, the, his head is kind of whitish, like the color of like lichen. And like he he blends in almost perfectly. Look at that thing! Oh my god, that's really cool. But yeah, he's got these nash, these gnarly little big antenna sticking out of his head. God, it must be an inch and a half long, and his body's like an inch long. <laughs> but like, I don't know if he's born that color, or if he's actually, or if he's changed his color to match his surroundings. I don't know, that's really cool. stick, see what happens.
dead. No, he's not dead. He's moving a little. He's moving, but I don't, he's behaving strangely. What's he doing? Hmm. I don't know, folks. I have no idea what's going on with that with that bug, with that insect. Okay, next topic. Um, interesting little tidbit. Uh, over in Wisconsin, there was uh, a duck pair, male and a female. No, no, it was a, <laughs> it was a loon pair, and they adopted a baby duck. And you know, normally ducks, these dabbing ducks, like mallards, they, they don't eat fish. Uh, they, you know, eat little pond scum and stuff in the, in the water. Uh, they'll just kind of poke under there a little bit, eat whatever. But they, he was adopted by loons, so now he dives like a loon. Normally, these ducks never do that. They never dive like that. Like he like dove underwater and just swam around like a loon does. He sits on the back of the of the loons like a baby loon does. Ducklings don't do that. <laughs> uh, he ate a fish that was given to him by the the adopted parent loons. Ducklings don't do that. <laughs> but he's become a loon essentially because of his upbringing and which is really weird because loons have actually been known to kill ducklings but here they're caring for him they've been caring for him for some time because he's getting bigger now he's still kind of a young he's kind of an older duckling now still trying to ride on the back of the loons <clears throat> but this brings into question nurture uh, nature versus nurture which is maybe not all these behaviors exhibited by the ducks are really all nature. There looks like there's a fair amount of nurture in there. Like they learn these different techniques from their parents, but since he wasn't brought up by ducks, he's brought up by loons, he's, he's showing loon behavior. The portal. We found one. <laughs> That's really cool. Hmm. 
What's it said? Okay, this is something different I haven't done in the show before, but let's let's try this. I'm gonna re- be reading a script from uh, the show Prairie Home Companion. These are the good years for Barb and me. We went next door to the Ludkeys to look at our vacation pictures, a 400-frame PowerPoint slideshow about the Black Hills, with recorded narration underscored by Fleetwood Mac. They said it would be about three hours, give or take, and then our, their laptop got got left on the porch and got soaked by the lawn sprinkler. So they had to cancel the whole thing. We should have been happy, and then Barb and I went to the state fair, and Barb got very quiet. Barb, what's wrong? Why didn't we go on a vacation this year, Jim? Gas prices, Barb, and there's no place we wanted to go. But here we are, the end of summer, and look at us. We haven't done anything, Jim. That's the point of summer, Barb. You're not supposed to be do supposed to do anything. I mean, look at these sheep, Jim. They're probably having a memorable summer than uh, a more memorable summer summer than we had. Memorable isn't always good, Barb. It's better than nothing. A car crash is memorable. A wisdom tooth ex- extraction is memorable. I'll take this any day. I mean, we almost qualify for senior day, Jim. We're running out of time. So what? Did you ever did you ever stop to think that the fair has a miracle of birth center but no miracle of death center? Huh? Barb, I wonder if you've been getting enough ketchup. Ketchup, Jim. Ketchup contains natural mellowing agents that helps you see that times it's okay to just hang out because just nothing helps us feel grounded just like ketchup. These are the good times to listen to the birds and experience feelings that are too deep for words. Life is flowing like ketchup on deep fried cheese curds. Ketchup for the good times. Ketchup, ketchup. All right, that was fun. And I enjoyed that very much. That was half unplanned. I knew I was going to do the ketchup song. I didn't know I was going to be reading a whole script. But that was fun. I I need to do that again. That'll happen. (laughs) Alright. Okay. What about that Jeffrey Epstein guy, huh? Well... Did he kill himself, or was it a conspiracy? I mean, the cameras turned off conveniently. They malfunctioned at just the right time. Or maybe the conspiracy theorists are wrong. Who knows? We'll probably never know. And and does it really matter? No, it's just a distraction. It's just a way to distract ourselves from real life. Because no one really cares. No one cares if he killed himself. He's dead and good riddance because the guy's a disgusting loser. When you, when you traffic minors 
you are a loser and I do not respect you at all as a person. I look at you like the disgusting human filth that you are. Okay? The guy got what was coming to him. Actually, a lot, a lot of child molesters actually get killed in prison. Because a lot of the inmates really don't like the molesters, so they end up killing him. Now, this guy was alone in the room. But, apparently. What I'd say to the conspiracy theorists, who cares? I don't care if he killed himself or not. He's dead. Either way. No one cares. Now the consp the conspiracists, <laughs> uh, they say it was the Clinton Foundation. I don't care how he died. The guy was a piece of garbage. Okay. 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 All right. You know. I, okay. I think I, I, I spoke my two cents on that. <laughs> um. It's been a while since I've been podcasting. The last one was over a week ago. This is actually a good. This is a great episode. I would listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I think it's even better than the last episode. I would say. <laughs> Actually, okay, so while I look this up, I want to tell you about PodCoin. And PodCoin is an amazing app where you can get paid to listen to podcasts, including this one. I'm on there. Point Counterpoint. Look it up there. It's there. You can get paid, and you, you can use those points to go towards prizes or, or giving it to charity. And here's the thing. Some people might tell you, oh, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, you don't get many points out of it. But first of all, you get 300 extra pod coins if you use the referral code counterpoint. Also, look at it this way. Even if you don't get a lot, it doesn't matter. First of all, you can get um, twice as many points. You can earn twice as many points if you listen at least 10 minutes every day as uh, your streak. You get a streak. Um... But those are points, that's stuff that you wouldn't have if you hadn't been using the app. If you hadn't been using the app, you wouldn't have those points. You wouldn't have whatever you've earned. Look at it that way. Okay? So get it. If you listen to podcasts at all, it would help you. If you just give it to charity, that's great. I love charity. Anyway, um...
see if I can remember the tune to this. <laughs> Not gonna sing that. Um, but I do know what I will do. It's a song that I think everyone should know. Whenever life gets you down, Mrs. Brown, and things seem hard or tough. The sun and you and me and all the stars that we can see are moving at a million miles a day. In an outer spiral arm at 40,000 miles an hour of the galaxy we call the Milky Way. Our galaxy itself contains a hundred billion stars. It's a hundred thousand light years side to side. It bulges in the middle, 16,000 light years thick, but out by us it's just 3,000 light years wide. We're 30,000 light years from galactic central point. We go round every 200 million years. And our galaxy is only one of millions of billions in this amazing and expanding universe. on expanding and expanding in all of the directions it can whiz as fast as it can go at the speed of light you know 12 million miles a minute and that's the fastest speed there is so remember when you're feeling very small and insecure how amazingly unlikely is your birth and pray that there's intelligent life somewhere up in space coasters bugger all down here on earth
That's fun. That was a fun one to do every once in a while. I'll probably do that again sometime. Not this episode, obviously. Um, let's see. Here we go. Hold on. We ask no seconds, please. Now you must try her hot dog pie with candied mushroom slices. Those ladies who reside last year, they just don't know what nice is. And my lime jello marshmallow cottage cheese surprise. I did not steal that recipe. It's lies, I told lies. A brand award, a picture hat, and a salmon sequin gown for any girl who tries each dish and keeps the whole lunch down. waiting for the biggest news dessert. We've thought of things in bowls and rings your diet to subvert. You must try a chocolate layer cake on a peanut brittle base with slices of bananas that make a funny face. Round the edges peppermint just swimming in peach custard with lovely little canicules of lovely yellow mustard. <laughs> Too much for you, permit me to advise. More lime, jello, marshmallow, cottage cheese, surprise. I made heaps. That's fun. Lime, jello, marshmallow, cottage cheese, surprise. Or the Galaxy song was it before that. If you want to look up either of those, maybe this is enough for you. Maybe you don't want to hear it anymore. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I should just go, huh? You hate me? You hate me? Go, go then. Nope. Please, I need you. Listen. Please listen. I want you. I want you guys. Hey. It's me. ASMR. Chris. So welcome to my new show, where I just do ASMR the whole time. Now, it's time for me to put you to sleep. Just listen to my voice, and you will go to sleep.
another meditation? Ah, I kind of want to. If you want to listen to a meditation, listen to the last episode. I start out with a meditation, a guided meditation. You can do that, okay, if you really want to. Or just go to the Sam Harris uh, to do his waking up. Uh, no, it's not waking up. It's uh, yeah, it's waking up. That's his app. But yeah, I think that's gonna about wrap it up. I'm surprised it didn't rain on me while I was podcasting out here. It's a little overcast. I don't know. A little breezy. Oh, I did see an eagle fly in too. So that was. He's still there, actually. That eagle. I'm watching him right now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, keep watching the show, fellas. It's been Lip Fam. Namaste. Salutations. Ha ha ha. I'm kind of hesitant to stop it now, but in case I think of something else to say. But I think I've said just about everything. I spoke my piece. I'll pre- I'll try to do another one before I start up again in the fall. Um. But who knows? I don't know if that. I don't know if I'm gonna get another one in, but I'll try. So I'll try to do another one like next week, and then eventually I'll have to restart again with my usual co-host. <laughs> All right. Farewell. <laughs>